Peter told himself, trying to keep positive. That afternoon, he had collected a few items from home to bring with him and help him through the night. He told his mother he was staying round a friend's house. To occupy his mind, he mentally went through his list for the twenty-third time, just to make sure he had everything. A flashlight, blanket and sleeping bag, thick coat and hat, chocolate bar, can of fizzy orange. Peter squeezed his left arm reassuringly against his chest, making sure that Dudley, his favorite bear, was still there. He would never admit to owning a teddy bear at his age, but he'd had Dudley since he was one year old. A sharp crack echoed around the graveyard, making Peter forget about his list and remind him exactly where he was. Instinctively, he sat upright and twisted towards where the sound came from. He stopped breathing and started to shiver. The sleeping bag had slipped down slightly around his shoulders. He waited for another sound, but nothing happened. It felt like ages until he felt confident enough to relax again. Probably just squirrels or hedgehogs moving about in the bushes looking for food. That's all it was, he thought, trying to convince himself that the sound was nothing to worry about as he lay back down. He decided to cough loudly, hoping to scare any small animals away, then waited again. No other sounds disturbed the night air, so he snuggled into his sleeping bag, lifted the zip up as high as he could, and closed his eyes. To stop himself from hearing other sounds, he began to hum a nameless tune to himself until he slowly drifted to sleep. The arrival of the bright moon in the starry night sky had, unknown to Peter, begun to wake up another occupant in the graveyard, one that preferred to do its hunting beneath the black cloak of night. Two hooded shapes slid slowly across the muddy grass from amongst the shadows of the stones. Their movement was so slow and smooth that they could have been traveling on wheels or skating across a frozen lake. They moved towards Peter. Peter was sleeping lightly, his ears subconsciously tuned into the sounds of the graveyard. Occasionally he would hear the rustling sound of wind as it blew through the trees or a gentle splash from the shallow river all of which he accepted and dismissed as normal. But there was another sound now, one he was unfamiliar with, that made him open his eyes. He lifted his head above the gravestone and looked around. Everything was black, except for the moon that reflected off the cold white surface of the gravestones. But something was different, and he couldn't tell what it was. To start with, he had heard a sound that seemed out of place, a sound that reminded Peter of thick gravy bubbling in a pan ready for a Sunday dinner. There was also a strange smell like a moldy sandwich that had been left in his school bag for too long. He took the flashlight from the bottom of his sleeping bag, turned it on, and swung the light around him like a beam from a lighthouse. Everything looked normal, although the noise now seemed to have stopped. Reassured that everything was normal, he switched the light off and snuggled back down inside the sleeping bag once again. After a few seconds, Peter thought that he heard the thick bubbling sound again, but this time it seemed to be nearer, so close in fact that it almost sounded like it was coming from somewhere at the end of his sleeping bag. "'I don't scare that easily, Jimmy!' Peter shouted into the night, his voice echoing around the gravestones. "'You need to try harder than that if you want me to go home early.' Peter thought it was probably Jimmy or one of his friends trying to scare him, but he wasn't going to be put off that easy. He switched the flashlight on again and placed it on the grass beside him so that the beam shone towards his feet. Once again Peter settled down inside the warm sleeping bag 
and closed his eyes. He didn't know if there was enough power in the flashlight to last through the night, but he was sure Jimmy would get bored quickly and go home. Peter soon drifted back into a light sleep in the hope that the next time he opened his eyes the sun would be coming out. The hooded shapes waited before moving closer towards Peter. In the middle of the night most people were fast asleep and could do nothing to help him. His screams and cries remained unanswered, leaving behind a tangled sleeping bag in a heap behind a gravestone. Chapter 2 Inside MI6 For the past two years that Stephen Knight had been working for the British government, it had involved nothing but sitting behind a desk writing reports for senior officials. And he had no reason to suspect that today was going to be any different. He entered through the high security checkpoints inside London's MI6.